What is up, y'all? We are coming on a, you're hearing this on a Wednesday morning. We're coming to you on a Tuesday night. Got some scheduling conflicts, but that is okay because the two-minute drill never sleeps. Two-minute drill here again in your ears, in your car, wherever the heck you listen to this. You don't read this because we don't write. We talk. So, Gabe, how in the world are you doing, my man? I'm doing okay besides feeling a little sick, but... I don't have COVID, so that's good. I was just about to say, it better not be coronavirus. My gosh, I mean that. It's you. You talk about an incredible segue. I mean that we would just get right, right to the thing, and you would just hit us up with your, uh, with with your two minute drill. In fact, I, I want to. So like the two minute drill, it's gonna start now. Y'all are hearing those whistles, Gabe. I want you to give me a quick rant. Okay, it's 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 gonna be pretty quick. My thing is, so with doing all of this two-minute drill stuff, I've been reading a lot of comments on all the Facebook, like football Facebook posts and all that. And one thing that I am so sick and tired of people posting and me reading is people that say they are not going to watch football or any sport for that matter just because of Black Lives Matter, football players or sports players kneeling, or people opting out of the season. It doesn't matter that they are millionaires it doesn't matter anything they are taking care of themselves and that's really all that matters kneeling if you don't like kneeling wait three minutes after the game starts and you won't see it black lives matter i mean if you hate that then i mean you honestly probably had more issues with you so it's just it's so annoying reading Facebook, Reddit, YouTube, Twitter, any other social media platforms and listening to people complain about what's happening. You literally, they, the only reason they even show the anthem is because the military pays for it. So get off the high horse, wait three minutes until the game, after the game starts and wa start watching football. And then as soon as the game clock goes to zero, turn it off there. You can watch sports and you don't have to deal with any politics. Well, my goodness. I mean, that, that that's a mic drop. My gosh. Um, so there's our hot take of the week, y'all. Is it a hot take? Is it a cold take? Who really knows? Um, but yeah, that's that, that's how Gabe's feeling. And, and I hope that y'all are, uh, maybe y'all feel the same way. Maybe y'all feel completely. Let us, let us know how you feel about it because like we want to know. So with all that said, we're not going to talk about the NFL, but we are going to talk about football real quick. By now you have seen The Rock has come back and he has bought the XFL Gabe, what are your thoughts on that he is he's buying it from the guy who started his career Vince McMahon right, so that's literally the first thing I thought I honestly I didn't think about that until I think I was watching like some clip with WWE or something if and then I was like wait a second he is buying like he's Vince McMahon did own it but so the Rock's buying it for 15 million with partnering with a Redbird Capital, which I don't really know who they are, but I don't think anybody anyways. knew who they were. Uh, I don't. I mean, I honestly think it's a waste of money because I don't know if that will ever go anywhere. But if it's going like it was doing pretty good until COVID hit. I mean, I think I think they would have kept on going if until COVID hit, and then whenever COVID hit, they just went bankrupt. Um, I don't know. I don't really have too strong feelings. I hope it works because it is kind of cool just to see like highlights of other stuff like football. Yep. But I mean, most of those players kind of suck, and that's why they weren't in the NFL anyways. So some you had some cool plays, and one thing they had a few rules and like some stuff that they did like uh like kickoffs, uh, instant replays, and stuff like that, kickoffs. Some they, had, they did some cool stuff, and I watched some of the games, and I know my grandpa loved it. I mean, he liked it more than the NFL. But it's just, uh, I mean, the talent is so far less. It's honestly, it's probably less than even college football, so it wasn't too fun. But I'm glad the Rock bought it because I like the Rock, and I think he could do something with it. You know, um, I'm actually pretty interested because. The XFL showed, and you, you could even say the AAF, and you could even say at times the CFL, quite honestly, um, that there is a constant desire for football. We are a football-starved society, and um, there's a reason that people start getting so into football with 
when like July 23rd hits, when rookies start reporting for minicamp, so on and so forth. I mean, this country loves football. And though the ratings were declining um, every week of the XFL, I remember not there in week four when uh, coronavirus hit, but common sense says that's just going to happen with anything, unless it's just something just groundbreaking and never seen before. I mean, common sense just says that's going to happen. But um, I, I think they had a good plan in place. I think Vince learned from... Um, from from his mistakes in 2000, he got rid of Dick Ebersol. He got rid of um, some of those guys that just didn't know anything about the NFL or, or football, for that matter. Brought in Oliver Luck and brought in guys who, at the end of the day, just knew more than he did. And and, and I think you saw a successful product. I really do. Now, was it? Um, NFL quality? No, I don't think anybody's going to sit here and act like it was, but you did have some NFL players, former NFL players, guys vying for a spot on teams now um, that were on those rosters, so it wasn't like we were watching guys that were bagging groceries uh, the week before. But with that said, you know, I'm actually pretty excited because I did enjoy the XFL. I, I enjoyed the um, personality of it. I enjoyed the personalities in it. Um, I enjoyed some of the rules. I enjoyed... Um, the, the teams I enjoyed some of the stadiums. I mean, being being in Dallas, I'm right up the road from where the Dallas Renegades were, and um, it was actually on my on my list to go to the to go to a game this year. And um, I mean, it, I hope it succeeds. I really do because it, again, in in this in this country that we live in, you can never have too much football. And I think, and I was talking to a client about this several months back before. Um, it's actually the the week after the Roughnecks killed the Renegades, um, Houston with PJ Walker, but. Um, I, I think it could have become a developmental league. I really do. In time and in due time, I think you would have started to see these college guys that are that, that don't want to go out and play for free. There's a, there's air quotes there. They don't want to play for free. Um, they would rather go out and make five hundred thousand dollars to play professional football. NFL level, no, but still, it, it, it's professional football, and um, I, I think there's a I think there's a desire for it, and I really hope that um, Dwayne put some guys around him that. Um, know more about it than he does, and uh, Redbird Capital put some guys in there in place that can do some things, and um, I, I I do think that it can be successful. I really do, and, and maybe that's just me me hoping that it can be successful, but I think it can. I mean, my thing is like they did some really cool things. Like, I mean, they had more a little bit more access to the players and coaches and stuff. Yep. So, and you you heard like because that's really what I mean. If you like football, then normally you don't really care about the commentating and stuff. Yep. You just want, unless it's like excellent commentating, like Tony Romo guessing plays and stuff. But I mean, if they did a lot of cool things. I I don't know. I think everything besides the play was great. The play wasn't the greatest, but there was it was fun to watch some players just kill it. PJ Walker uh, being I mean, number one. I hope it's Cardell Jones dominating. Yeah, I mean. Cardell Jones, I mean, he did decent in college, too. Yep, yep, at Ohio State. I mean, he was only there for uh, football. He wasn't there for an education. I will never forget that. Mm -hmm. No matter what Cardell does the did. rest of his life, I, I will. That's like that. I'm only here for football and not an education while he was sitting in class at like 830 on a Monday morning. You don't play school? Like, bro, come on. My goodness. Um, but no, I, I all that to be said, I, I hope that um, we look back in several years and see something that's um, – well, successful. Now, do I think it's ever going to challenge the NFL? No. Do I do I hope that it challenges the NFL? No, not at all. But um, I, I think it'd be cool just to have some football in January, some fo or some football in March, some football in in April, some football in May, June, July, so on and so forth. And it's not yeah, just, that it's not just just videos that we see of dudes making one-handed catches in, in their backyard catching balls from a jug machine. Yeah, the Bears are probably never playing in January. So yeah, that's why you say. <laughs> oh, I'm into that. It, speaking of, I, you didn't see this, and this isn't even on our notes, but um, Mitch Trubisky was asked a question today, and somebody said, "Like, hey, what do you think? What do you have to say to your doubters?" And this clown says, "Quote: I'm just trying to prove everybody wrong and prove my teammates right, bro. Your teammates don't even like you. You ain't gonna prove nobody wrong." Like. I already feel like an idiot, Tommy. I know you're listening to this. I'm sorry, man, that that, that two years ago I told you Mitch was better than Dak. Um, yeah, that's that's just an embarrassment, just, just an absolute embarrassment. I I'm I don't even have the right to be talking football game. I, I really don't. <laughs> Mitch, you, 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 do you think Mitch could like do anything to make it worth it? Okay, so you know that's a good question. Um, like realistically, do, do I ever think he's going to live up to his, his to his expectations? No. But the thing is, is that 
even if he goes out, even truthfully, even if he goes out and leads these teams to 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 not necessarily Super Bowls, but but the playoffs consistently, and he makes a few Pro Bowls here and there, he makes a few Pro Bowls here and there, he makes a few Pro Bowls here and there, um, and he's he's not a bad quarterback, not great, but he's not a bad quarterback. He will forever be linked with the Bears' past on Mahomes and Watson to get him. So that's true. I, I think he's he's behind the eight ball now. Do I think that that there's some there's some um, talent there? Yeah, I absolutely do. When you get him moving, the dude is good. Like like just flat out, he's good. Uh, when you get him moving or rolling out of the pocket, so on and so forth, his accuracy is just horrific. And the reason that his accuracy is so bad is because his footwork is so bad. He gets happy feet out there. Um, and he doesn't. Um, the, the plays, the play call last year for Matt, Matt Nagy was was just awful. Um, it didn't put him in positions to succeed. So, uh, long winded response. I've given up hope on Mitch, but I but but realistically, I don't think that um, he's just the god awful bum that he was last year. I think he's I think he's a level above that. I mean, I, I think he's a he's a low tier two quarterback, and he can he can. He's not going to win you many games, but I don't think he's also going to lose you many games if that makes any sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I like, I like, I've seen some things that I liked of him, but I've just seen way too many in, inaccurate passes. That, that that's oh, his thing. And by the way, I I do want to say, uh, 49ers wide receiver Travis Benjamin is opting out of the season. Breaking news for you, 49ers. They're actually talking to Ziggy Ansah as well. He's there for a physical. I got the I got that alert earlier today, but. Um, just adding to that amazing front seven, my God, you Nick Bosa, you're a little tired, man. Even though he's a three down end, yeah, you're a little tired. Let's just throw Ziggy Ansah out there as your as your backup. My goodness, um, but that's actually a great segue. You mentioned you mentioned coronavirus, Travis Benjamin opting out. Um, guys, there's some COVID news for y'all. Um, if you refuse a coronavirus test, fines of fifty thousand dollars. So, to us normal folk, fifty thousand dollars that's a lot of money. To them, eh, I mean, ain't nobody just going to throw away 50 Gs, but I don't really think that that's a huge thing. Um, Something that really I I am very interested in is that opt-out being Thursday. That deadline is Thursday. Um, And I'm I'm interested in that for for a few reasons. And I'll I'll let you tell me about your thoughts on that, Gabe, and then I'll I'll just kind of piggyback off of you. Um, Well... About what? Just basically the, the the deadline being Thursday. I mean, do you think that really my thoughts on it are? I like the fact that they're putting they're putting that hard deadline in place to say like, guys, make up your mind. But I think what you're going to see is you're going to whether the numbers skyrocket or whether the numbers fall or anything like that. You're going to see guys if the numbers are to skyrocket. Let's say you're going to see guys be like, I ain't playing, and they're going to get penalized for it. And then you got this huge legal issue, so on and so forth. Or you could see the numbers just drop and dudes who who opted out, they're now like, dang, I think I could have actually played. So um, what what are your thoughts on the deadline? And do you think it's going to put us in any, and I say us, do you think it's going to put the NFL players in any type of predicament to say like, I don't really know, but yeah, let's just go for it. And then they end up regretting it. Well, I mean, for one, I think you need a deadline just because you can't have teams wondering all year if the players are going to opt out. One caveat caveat to that would be like, I mean, usually the players will talk to the coach just so they kind of know, but it would suck to be middle of a season and then the player just opts out. Like you'll win a I think a deadline's good. For the Mets, I don't know if you saw. Sorry. Yeah, just just leave. Yeah, you, like you, didn't show up. Nobody heard anything from him, and they're like, uh, "Is Ewan just dead? Like he's dealt with some mental health issues before, and he's he's a little he's a little out there." And they're like, uh, "Is he dead?" You just hit him up when he had gotten back home, and he's like, "Hey guys, didn't show up because I'm just opting out. No big deal." <laughs> Yeah, so that I, I agree with. Um, I don't. I, I, I other than like I don't know. I'm thinking about the team side, and I think they needed a deadline. Players, I don't think it's really going to matter because if they decided middle of the season that they want to opt out, I don't think it'll it would look bad if the team finds them or something for not being there. Yeah, and I think. Um... It just goes back to that legal thing that I was just talking about. I, I think that there's this. This has never before been seen. Spanish flu, 1919, started 1916, but 1919, we had no NFL, we had nothing in, in, in relation to what we have now. So, I think there's a, and it goes back to what I was saying last week. 
is there such a lack of preparation and a lack of information and a lack of knowledge on what the heck to do here that you're just you're seeing guys and they're just going to be like, well, um, yeah, let's try this to see if it sticks. And so I don't disagree with the with the opt out or with the uh, deadline for the opt out, but I think that that's creating uh, another another can of worms. I, I think I think it's opening a can of worms, but I but I don't I don't disagree with it at all. Um, another thing. You can bring up bring a player off the practice squad 90 minutes before a game. That is that's kind of crazy. Like that that's a little crazy. Now, do I think that a practice squad player is going to be dominating in a game? No, they won't even see the field. But I mean, I saw that and I was kind of like, you know what? That's kind of cool. Like, how would you like to just be chilling out, eating some bagels and waffles with your wife on a Sunday morning at like seven o'clock in the morning, and then Bill. Hey, uh, sir, you need to report to Gillette Stadium for a game at 12 o'clock. Please show up. And you're like, what the heck? I was just watching SpongeBob with my kid. Like, that's kind of cool. I'm not even going to lie. That's kind of cool. What do you think about that? It's like whenever there's like hockey goalies, they're like, they're they're like the goalie for years, never get called on. And that one time they like show up and they like kill it. Exactly. So, I mean, it's one of those things like, I guess if... If they are that close to, and they the team's like, yeah, you're going, they're going to be needed. They have a good chance of actually playing, or if like, or they're just really low on fellas. But I mean, hey, it, it gives a practice squad players more chances. I'm all for it. Exactly, exactly. Um, and then guys, just some other, just some stuff to it is basically, um, if you go to a high risk, um. Uh, event or if you do something without a mask on or, or, or whatever, and we're not here to talk about masks, but if you do things that, that haven't, the, if you don't follow the rules that have been set in place, you get warned one time and then you get fined uh, maximum fine of an amount equal to one week's salary and or suspension without pay not to exceed four weeks for conduct detrimental to the club for engaging in high risk COVID-19 conduct set forth below. So that's just a bunch of legal jargon saying you're going to be fined. And if you go and be a complete jerk about it, you're going to get fined a lot of money. And then we're going to be dealing with a whole bunch of issues. So I'm actually very interested to see who the first person to just kind of pull a Lou Williams in the NBA and go to a strip club is. I really am. I'm very curious to see who the first NFL player to just say, you know what, F it, and just go out and just do something stupid and get suspended. I really am. I think, I mean, I want to, th- I feel like players are taking it serious and they won't, but baseball, it, it already happened. I mean, I mean, was, wasn't there some NBA players like bringing girls in to the bubble? <laughs> yeah. So, so it's not known who it was when the bubble first started. Dudes are hitting up Instagram models, whatever that means. Um, and they're saying like, Hey, come chill out. Bring me one of them told that it hasn't been named who, uh, but there was a, there was a guy who commented on, um, who commented on an Instagram model's post and then DM'd her, said like, hey, follow me, DM'd her and said, hey, can you bring me pizza into the bubble? I'm hungry. And people are like, bro, you are not hitting this girl up who looks the way she does and who acts the way she does so she can bring you some Domino's pizza. Give me a freaking break. Um, but all that to be said, like, I, I, I think that it's, um, that this is a, this is something that, that it, it's it's a fluid situation. I think we're going to find some guys that are going to do this, and and, and then um, we're going to have to see what happens. And with that said, do you think – I know you told me about a tweet right before we came on air. Um, you told me about a tweet. Um, in fact, I'm not going to steal your thunder. Re- read the people the tweet, and, and then we'll talk about who we think it may be. Which tweet? The, the, one, the one about um, – there's rumors that there's going to be some big names guys who oh. – who um who uh, not drop out? That's not the right word. But who, who opt out? That? Yeah, who opt out of the of the season before the deadline on Thursday? Like, who do you think it's gonna be? I honestly have no idea. Maybe Travis Benjamin was one of them because he's a fairly big name player. I mean, he's not big like superstar level, but he's he's known. I mean, I couldn't even speculate on a player that would opt out. A lot of players I've said they wanted to stay in. You know. I, I think, and I think I said this two weeks ago on the episode. I think you're going to find um, 
there's going to be some guys that drop out that we're not expecting to. And, and, and for whatever reason, I don't know what that reason is. Maybe it's because they think they're going to catch this. Maybe it's because their wife, in Matt Stafford's case, had brain cancer. I mean, he's off of the list now after false negative and three, three positives. But uh, may, maybe it's just something like that. And I, like I said two weeks ago, I wouldn't be surprised to see some big names guys dropping off. And actually, this is a nice little plug. So, guys, we're doing a uh, fantasy football league. And if you have not joined, come on and join. $25 buy-in, uh, $200 the first place winner. But I, it, it's a segue. What, I'm, what, I, what I said that for is to say that, like, we're having to hold off on the draft until, like, a week before this, the season starts because we don't know what's going to happen with these things. I mean, and I don't think anybody knows just the extent of who's going to drop out and, and, and if they drop out. And, but I, 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 common sense says there's probably going to be a big-name guy. And when I'm saying big-name guy – I'm talking somebody that's like people who don't even know football are going to be like, oh, yeah, I know who fill in the blank player is. Like, I think there's going to be a couple of those guys. I really do. Yeah, I, I can see a player like Philip Rivers dropping out just because he has 80 kids. And I, I actually but, don't think that that's a hyperbole. I, I think his wife's expecting number 81. Um, I actually just got an alert that she's going to labor on, on 81. Um, he's probably already working on 82 while she's in labor on 81. But um that's, that's totally a joke. It's crazy. That's totally a joke, but his wife does have seven kids and is expecting an eighth. Kind of crazy. Maybe that's why he keeps playing, because he needs money to be paying for all these kids. Um, hey, one thing i got to commend him on is it's all with one female, so that's, that's good. <laughs> it, it, it is. It is. But it's not like T, it wasn't like T.O. have like six different no, I, lady no, friends. I, I, think, I think you mean uh, Antonio Cromartie, the guy who had 13 children. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, th 13 kids by 11 different women, seven of which were after he got a vasectomy. Bro, <laughs> you got to go to a different That's doctor. So you got to go to a different doctor or something. My goodness. But talking about, I don't even know how I'm going to segue to this if I'm being completely honest with you. Guys, y'all saw our post today. If you didn't follow, or if you didn't uh, see our post on Facebook, it's because you don't follow us. And why in the world are you not following us on Facebook? Two minute drill is what we're at. To M E N U T E drill. Go follow us. But you saw our post about the top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL. I've already killed Gabe for a couple of his a couple days ago when he gave me his list in our show notes. Gabe, I, I, I promise I'm going to give you the respect that you deserve as a grown man. I, as a grown man, I'm going to give another grown man the respect he deserves. And I want you to talk to me about your one through 10 players and praise Jesus above. Kyler Murray is not number one. Hey, I almost put him number one. He is going to be the, the MVP. But, all right, I'll just go down the list, and then we, we can talk about some players. Number one, Patrick Mahomes isn't really special. I mean, everyone's kind of think he's the best quarterback right now. And then number two, Russell Wilson. Again, people think one, two, doesn't really matter. Three is where we disagree at, and I think Tom Brady's going to be number three this year. Um, four, we have Aaron Rodgers, always going to be around there. Drew Brees, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins, and Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford gets a little hard break because he's on the Lions, and honestly, the Lions haven't done anything since early 2000s, if before that. But he can throw the ball, and he's always he's a player that is always there to try to make his team win. Um. Yeah, so let let me hear it. You've been waiting all week for this. Okay, guys, I, I know y'all are rolling your eyes. This clown says this while he's wearing a Super Bowl 53 champions hat, a Patriots hat. Why in God's name? Like, 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 I'm not saying that I can't be swayed. I'm not saying I can't be swayed. I know he's playing with Hall of Famer Rob Gronkowski a good second tight end in O.J. Howard, a good pass-catching running back in Ronald Jones, uh, and two... And LeSean McCoy. And, and, oh, yeah, and Shady, and two of the top 15 wideouts in the league. Um, so, why... One being the top five, top six wide receiver. Why... So, Tom is going to have stats. Yes, 100%. 100%. I think any of these guys in the top 10 would have stats 
throwing to those guys. But why is why is Tom Brady number three on your list as opposed to, um, for example, who I have at number three, which is Deshaun Watson? I mean, my biggest thing is like, if you compare, a lot of people are looking down on Tom Brady this this coming year just because of what he what happened last year, and that team was missing their starting center. They had tackle issues all year. They were missing two fullbacks. Their his favorite player on the outside was Edelman, and he couldn't lift his arm above his head. You have Nikhil Harry coming after eight weeks. Sanu, he played one good game, had 14 catches, and then got hurt. Um, no one, he, like, th- I think it was PFF said that if they had the least separation in the NFL as a whole wide receiver core. He had nothing. He, even because he, Tom Brady's always been like a pre- precision quarterback. He's never been just throw it up, let the dude go get it. Unless it was to Gronk. He didn't have Gronk. He honestly didn't have a tight end last year. Uh, Benjamin Watson, he was fine 10 years ago, but right now he's nothing and he actually retired. And then they had two no name and Izzo and Lacoste. Now he's up, he's literally upgrading every single position besides left guard. And that is pretty much the reason why, it, like, he's going to go back to I, I predict him to be the 2011 Tom Brady. And if you don't know what that is, it's he led. Probably the he led a super impressive offense to a Super Bowl loss. So I don't disagree with anything you're saying. I my my um, with people hating on Brady this past season, um, I'm not a fan of. He's Tom freaking Brady, and like you said, he was throwing to uh, Larry Moe and Curly. Like he was throwing to literally nobody but the Three Stooges. I mean nobody. So I. I and hey, like with Edelman being hurt so hurt, he still had over a hundred receptions. And I can't tell you how many times he was on the field, and he did he either did not move from his spot, or he like jogged his route because he couldn't move. He was he was Edelman was more hurt than any player on the football field any week. And why he kept on playing because it's Edelman and he plays of. I mean that's just how he is. You know, I like I, I last year was a wash. I really do think it was a wash. But and it's not so much an indictment on Tom Brady. And I'm not I'm not putting him at number nine on my list for uh, last year. I'm not. I'm putting him. He put Prescott above Brady. What a joke. Okay, so guys, I'm gonna give you all. It, it's actually a, a great uh, a, a great segue. So number one. I'm just going to run down the list real quick, and then I'm going to continue killing for number three and his number four. Um, Mahomes, Wilson, Watson at three. Lamar Jackson at four. Drew Brees at five. Aaron Rodgers at six. But really, guys, this six through ten could have gone any which way. Tommy, I know what I'm about to say is going to really piss you off. Uh, Mark, it may really piss you off. Uh, Greg, it may really piss you off. Adam, it may re- you know what? All, all these cowgirl fans, it's going to piss y'all off. And you know what? That's okay. That is okay. Because y'all can hate on me for uh, loving loving the Bears. Number six, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, that was really hard for me to do. A, because he's a Packer. B, because I absolutely despise that man. And C, because last year was one of his worst years of his career. Um, and his team didn't get any better. In fact, got worse. Um, I've Carson Wentz, number seven. I have Dak Prescott, number eight, Tom Brady, number nine, and Matt Stafford, number 10. So I'm going to get back to the Tom Brady thing. Hold on. Before before we go do this Tom Brady thing, you just said six through 10 can go anyway. So you just said Dak Prescott and Carson Wentz could be better than Aaron Rodgers. 100%. And Brady. 100%. And Stafford, I... I think he. I think Prescott and Wentz are in the same ballpark as one hundred percent. Not Brady or Rogers. right. Right now, you give me you give me the same team. No, I, I, I. the Cowboys football like their offense is better than the Packers or the Patriots last year. One hundred percent. He's one hundred percent. One hundred percent. But I'm I'm just saying that and he still can't play. If, I, I, I'm telling you, I 100% believe Carson Wentz or Dak Prescott and or Dak, Dak Prescott. Carson Wentz can't finish a season. When Carson Wentz plays, when 
No, he's good whenever he, he plays. Can't, he can't finish season. You're exactly right. Can't... Hey, Bob Sanders was a great safety whenever he played. Too bad he only played four games a season. Bob Sanders was a god when he played. I think he actually played two in his final year. Um, that was a complete number that I pulled out of my butt, but you're exactly right. Uh, Mike Mike Brown was another guy for the Bears. Um, I will forever remember him being the reason that the Bears did not go to the NFC Championship game in 2005. Thanks, Mike Brown, wherever you are. Um, I hate you for not being healthy. But I, I don't the, – the, the Tom Brady thing, he's going to have a great year, 100%. I, I really do think he's going to have a great year. But, but, but. Do I think that Dak Prescott is going to have a better year than him? I do. I, I, I truthfully, I truthfully do. And the reason why the Cowboys have the best offensive line of football, I say that, their best offensive line off of name value. The Cowboys probably have the probably the third best offensive line. That's a, I was going to say, uh, top five. It's, it's, for it's, sure. it's probably the third best offensive line in the NFL is what I can say. Um, team who who's, has a really good offensive line is the Packers. But... Um, I wouldn't put them above the Cowboys, though. But, you know, I, I, I just, Dak is going to have a great year. And, and, I, and I'm a guy right here who I wouldn't pay Dak, Dak Prescott more than $32 million a year. I just wouldn't. But he's going to have a great year. I mean, the, the dude is throwing, throwing the ball and handing the ball off and playing behind a great offensive line, hand the ball up to the best running back in football. Yes, I just said he is the best running back in football. Ezekiel Elliott is the, the best running back in football. No chance. The best running back in football. Christian McCaffrey had all those yards. Great player. Don't get me wrong. Great player in his own right. Christian McCaffrey did as much as he did because they had nobody. I think Barkley's better. Get out. I, I, He's for sure better. Get, Guys, so we didn't just have a glitch. I was just dead silent. This, this, Gabe, fill this air before. No, no. <laughs> to be no, fair, fill, fill, to no, be fair, fill this dead I air. think, I think Christian McCaffrey, Zeke, and Barkley, and I'll, I'll, I'll include Henry, are pretty much in the yeah. same little yeah. context. Derek Henry. But, I mean, I don't put. I, I put him below all four, all three of them. Derrick Henry is For not sure. even a top seven running back in the NFL. Yeah, yes. Um, oh my God. He, he reminds me of uh, he, he reminds me of Brandon Jacobs 2.0. He's quicker, um, and he can break more tackles. <laughs> and people are literally scared to tackle him. Oh hey, just just listen to Aaron, uh, Earl Thomas. He blocked for him. I, I, I am Derrick Henry, the fourth best running. Get out. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I mean, he was last year at least. La yeah, last year, but but that was because who were they? Who who was there? AJ Brown. Okay, great. Johnny Johnny. AJ Brown's really good wide receiver. But it doesn't matter what else they had. I'm not. He led. The, he he was the reason why that offense. Like, I mean, Tannen Hill popped it over the top, and then Derrick Henry was the reason why they made it that far in the playoffs. They beat was, the Ravens defense because was, of Henry. Defense. He he played a huge role. Of course, he, he he played a huge role. If without Henry, Titans won't make it to the playoffs. Hundred percent. I I can't disagree with that. But but I I, I can disagree with the fact that he's a, that he's a top four I mean, running back. And and, and but, the, you think and Saquon's like, better than Zeke? Yeah, I think I think Barkley's rather than Zeke. I'm not even a Dallas Cowboys fan. You know, you know what puts Ezekiel? I'm not. I love the Bears. You know what puts Ezekiel Elliott above everybody for me? And this is something that nobody talks about. And all y'all old folk that are listening to this, still living in the Cowboys '90s uh, heyday, the golden era, like 84 years ago, Ezekiel Elliott reminds me so much of Emmitt Smith in one way. Do you know what that one way is? That one way is his pass blocking. Nobody talks about Ezekiel Elliott's pass blocking, but Ezekiel Elliott is the best pass blocking running back in the league. And, and it is not even close. We were talking about quarterbacks, and now we're talking about Zeke being the best running back in the NFL. But we're going to get back to the quarterbacks here in just a second. I, I still have to kill you on Tom Brady a little bit. I have one, I have one thing. Go ahead. So you, you, can, you can finish. You can finish with Zeke stuff. I, because I'm not that strong against Zeke. I, I think he, I mean, he's clearly one of the best uh, running backs. Zeke, Zeke is 
an absolute monster. I, I think what, what people kill Zeke for is he doesn't have long runs. That That is what people kill Zeke. He doesn't have that burst. He doesn't have the explosiveness. He doesn't have that top-end speed. And that 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 is all fine and dandy. It's completely true. If I remember right, he didn't have his first 20 – I think it was the first 25-yard rush, 25-yard-plus rush until, like, I believe it was, like, week 12 last year. So does he lack that top-end speed? 100%. But at the end of the day, if I need a guy to get me two yards in the NFL, do you know who I'm going to call? I'm going to call Ezekiel Elliott, and then I'm going to call Derrick Henry. Those are going to be the top two guys I call. I ain't going to call Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley, no. I ain't going to call Christian McCaffrey. Nope. If I I got to catch him, all I will. I'll call CMC. I'm calling Brady on that two yards. Yeah. That's a given. Oh, well, yeah, that's probably why I have number three. Um, but another thing. Hey, Tom Brady's been the number one QB sneak quarterback since he's been in the NFL. Don't want to hear it. That's how he got all of his yards. I, another thing I'm going to say is how I'm not, I don't necessarily like I, I, I'm not going to kill you for this as much as I'll kill you for, for Brady being a three. How is Lamar Jackson number six behind Breeze and Rodgers? I just think he has a little bit more to prove. I, that's purely on his throwing ability. Now, packages with his like his speed and stuff. He's number. I, I mean, he probably should be number three in front of Brady, just because he's the fastest football player on the field, and he makes people that are fast look like they are high school linemen. It's, I'll never forget the uh, Ravens and Patriots uh, game, like week eight or whatever. I can't tell you how many times the linebackers were closing in on Lamar, and then Lamar runs for a 40-yard gain. So, I mean, Lamar just has to show me more on passing, because his passing is just bad. The only reason he makes most... The only reason he had 36 touchdowns passing is just because everyone was too scared of his running ability, so the guy was literally... Uncovered. I, can't, I mean, he's thrown so many balls that the wide receiver had five, ten yards of open area around him. And you right here. That's the only reason. You right here. That was a fantastic segue. And I'm, and I'm going to get back to this. You just mentioned why I believe Patrick Mahomes is the most overrated quarterback in the NFL. Right there. You, you, I don't fully disagree with you. You... you you said you don't fully disagree with me? No, no. The, the reason that Patrick Mahomes, in my opinion, is the most overrated quarterback in the NFL, you and I, truthfully, truthfully, you and I could go out there. Now, could we throw a bomb 75 yards? Absolutely not. My shoulder would literally, or my arm would literally fly out of, off my shoulder. Like, no. But he has guys that get four yards of separation consistently. And the numbers show that separation is a half a yard or more. So eight times what is considered good separation in the NFL. These guys consistently get. Patrick Mahomes throws the ball and throws 75-yard touchdown passes, not because he throws 75-yard touchdown passes, but because he literally just chucks the ball up and tells Cheetah, which, by the way, he can burn in hell for all I care, beating his kid. And I said that two weeks ago. Yeah, I, I just said it again. By the way, I hope he goes across the middle this year against somebody. Vontez Perfect. Vontez Perfect will absolutely kill him. He made Antonio Brown go crazy. He could absolutely make Tyreek Hill go crazy. And I hope that happens week one, um, even though Vontez Perfect ain't even in the league anymore. But... Patrick Mahomes throws the ball to a guy that has four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten yards of separation. Am I killing him for that? 100%. Is that his fault? No. Is that a bad thing? No. But Patrick Mahomes is so overrated because he doesn't put balls into tight windows consistently. Consistently. But he doesn't need to. So. But. I mean, you you have to put that in. Like, he doesn't need to throw that because he knows the next play is going to be an 80 yard bomb to Tyreek Hill. And it's going to be a touchdown because he's just faster than him. So, I mean, so, so is, one is, thing, is that one thing is that Patrick Mahomes being great, or is that Tyreek Hill just being faster than any cornerback in the league? No, it, it's a good argument. I I do think Mahomes is the best quarterback just because I mean, I've seen him play and he does a lot of good things. Does he need? Does he have some stuff that he needs to work on? Yes, his pre-step reads aren't that great, 
when at every single time he plays the Patriots, he gets fold on some plays and he just throws picks. I mean, last year, the only reason Chiefs beat him is because the Patriots offense was just inept. But he, I mean, so he makes a lot of silly plays, but he, he can throw the ball anywhere. And I think the only reason you think he's overrated is because the media hypes him up so much. I mean, he's the face of the NFL and the media shows, like, tells you it every single day. 100%. 100%. Like that no look passes. All the quarterbacks can do that. He's just the one that they chose to. I, I hate that crap. Out. I mean, uh, yeah. It, oh, don't even get me going with that. Do not even get me going with that. And, and another, and guys, I promise we're following our notes because we've got the top 10 quarterbacks. We've got the top three we feel will improve, the most overrated and the most interested in. And we're going to touch on the other two in just a second. Another guy that I believe is criminally, criminally overrated is Aaron Rodgers. Again, hate him because he's a Packer. But also, I'm looking at his stats right now. Aaron Rodgers had the worst completion percentage since 2015 last year. He had um, he he had a very low interception percentage, but that was because he literally had literally had the um, uh, 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 shortest yards per attempt that he had ever had in his career ever. Besides his first couple of years when he when he played like three games three games a year, Aaron Rodgers is falling off of a cliff at a rapid pace, y'all. Like, rapid. And people are saying, well, he doesn't have anybody to throw it. He never has. He has never had incredible players. Again, I said this two weeks ago. The Packers just, and you can blame this on Ted Thompson, uh, the Packers just hadn't drafted well. They hadn't hit on their draft picks at the end of the day. They just hadn't. And uh, Aaron Jones, yes. Devontae Adams, yes. But they, they don't have any more Jordy Nelsons. They don't have any more Greg Jennings. They don't have any more. Um, he was throwing a Donald Driver in the twilight of his career. They don't have those guys. Jermichael Finley. They don't have those guys anymore. And Aaron Rodgers, it, it, it's coming out because he had his lowest he had his lowest career rating last year. Besides, I, I take that back. Besides 2015. Aaron Rodgers last year was carried, carried by his defense. That team was 13-3. and three. Should have been 12 and 4. They should not have beat the Bears week one. Shouldn't have. Oh, they shouldn't have. The Bears were killing them the whole game. And but Aaron Rodgers did come back and win. I, I just like he's just he's just overrated. Gabe, I, I, I want to hear before I just completely just take over this show. Um, if I haven't already, and if I do, I apologize. But talk to me about your 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 top three most overrated quarterbacks and give me give me thoughts as to why. Um, one thing about Rodgers, I don't completely disagree. Um, people always say like he's the goat and all this stuff, and he just hasn't shown. The goat it. at what? I mean, he, his family to hate him. I mean, he has a, like he has the ability. He he makes a lot of crazy throws. He's he's mobile. He his hell mary is probably the best in the NFL. But other than like I I'm I'm not too in love with Rodgers. But let's go with my three overrated, which is funny because two of those players are on your top ten. <laughs> my overrated would be Dak Prescott. Carson Wentz and Philip Rivers. We're going to start with Philip Rivers first, just because I don't like him at all. Every single time you watch him, watch the Chargers played whenever he was with the Chargers. Every single time the ball wasn't like completed, he would whine to the refs, like actually whine like a little baby, like he looks like he's crying. He never, he can never get over the hump of the Patriots. They could, they, they could. No matter what team was around him, they could never beat the Patriots. And that's why he hasn't been into a Super Bowl. Um, he's just, he, he gets a lot of yards. He's just never shown anything that I liked. Um, I mean, for a while, it was him versus Jay Cutler. And that was like a little rivalry Jay. thing. And I mean, Phil Rivers has never shown anything to me that he's an elite quarterback. I mean, he was top five for a long time, but I, I don't like him at all. Carson Wentz, the only reason I think he's overrated is because he cannot stay on a football field and availability is the number one thing in the NFL. If they're not there, you can't help your team out. It took him getting hurt for the Eagles to win a Super Bowl. It took him getting hurt for his backup to win a Super okay, Bowl. Okay, hold on. And the players they, like his backup more than him. Yep, and, and they should have never, ever, ever, Beat the double doink bears. Cody Parkey, 
Again, wherever you're at, you stupid idiot. You're in the NFL. You can't hit a freaking 41-yard field goal to win the game. I will never forget, Gabe. You're laughing right now. I was at a wedding, and Tatum could probably hear me. I was at a wedding, and I was sitting there watching some friend I am, of our close friends, probably our best friends. I was at their wedding, and she's she's dancing with her dad. So this is a true story, y'all. So this is the first dance. This is a daddy-daughter dance. And this is at her wedding. This is at Avery's wedding. They're dancing, and I'm sitting there, and I'm watching the game on my phone. I, I screw the wedding. I'm sitting there watching this game. I was so mad Tatum had made me go because the Bears are playing in the playoffs, and God knows that they never go to the playoffs. So I'm sitting there watching it, and I see, and if I'm remembering right, I believe it was, um, I forget how they got down there. Um, I can't remember what it was. I, I don't know. It doesn't even matter. Okay, Debbie. I, don't so, like, I, I remember that. Miss so, Google, but so, so, so what happens is, is they go up there and the Eagles have two timeouts left. No, they have one timeout left and they ice Cody Parkey. He kicks the first one straight through the uprights. And so I'm like, okay, no big deal. I figured they would ice him. And so I'm sitting there. Remember the, 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 the dance is going on. I'm sitting there looking at my phone. I could care less. And I've got like three or four guys next to me. I ain't never even met, but they're like really interested in this. Dude, that's what football does. <laughs> it just gets everyone I, I, together. I, I know. And and I'm sitting there, and he gets up there, and the ball is snapped, and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm, like, so stoked. They're, they're, he's going to kick this, and they're going to win. Oh, my God. And it goes, doink, doink, balls off. And I go, are you kidding me? And I scream. This is during the daughter <laughs> dance. Tatum looks at me. She slaps me. She goes, babe, shut up. Shut up. And I'm like, oh, my I was so I hear her walking into our room right now. She's probably, she is literally laughing right now. She is literally laughing right now. She's like dying right here. Okay. I was so pissed about that. I don't even know how we got on that topic, but I was so pissed about that. Cody Parkey, you're not even in the NFL anymore. And I'm glad if you ever have a kicking camp, I'm going to show up there and I'm going to show you how to kick a 41 yard field goal. You stupid idiot. The Bears had a chance to go to the NFC Championship game, and your stupid cell couldn't hit a 41-yard field goal, something you've done your entire life. Okay, Gabe, tell me your top three quarterbacks you're most interested in this year. Hey, I'm so doing the overrated stuff. Oh. I think my my number one over, overrated player would be Dak Prescott. Dakota. And it's because he. a lot of people say, are saying he has the number one uh, wide receiver core. He has a top three offensive, offensive line. He has a top two running back and he still can't win a playoff game. Okay, he's won one playoff game since he's been in the NFL. Yeah. That, how is that elite or anything? So, I mean, a quarterback should be able to push your team over, not. Yeah, so. Like, he's the reason why. So, I again, I wouldn't pay Dak Prescott more than $32 million here. I just wouldn't. And I've said that from the get go. And that's not necessarily. Why would you not pay a top 10 quarterback? $32 million. Great question. It's the same reason I wouldn't move to California. So the reason I won't move to California is because I'm not going to live in a shack for $1.5 million. I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to live in a shack for $1.5. Well, the market dictates that that's what it should cost. Well, the market dictates that you're an idiot if you pay $1.5 million for an 800 square foot house. Okay. Now moving on to this. So, so, so he's not uh, elite quarterback. No, he is an elite quarterback, but I wouldn't. There, there is not a single player in the NFL I'd pay more than thirty-eight million dollars. Well, look at the market. The market is trending upwards. Get out of here. I don't care. The market may be trending upwards, but that don't mean you have to listen to it. You, you are dumb. If I'm calling you out, if you spend twenty percent of your salary cap on one freaking player, at the it, it, no, Patrick Mahomes, he's worth it. Nah. Take away Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, um, uh, uh, Miko Hardman, t- take the, uh, Sammy Watkins. Take them away and tell me if he's worth $40 million a year. He's not. He's just not. There, I could I could maybe listen to that argument. Maybe. But to sit here and pay Dak Prescott, who's only won one championship, or who's only won one playoff game in his career, $40 million. He was asking for $41 million is what his agent was asking for. Cowboys were like, get out of here. We'll give you 36. He said, no. Cowboys said, okay, we'll give you 38. He said, no. And now they're meeting at like 35 is what, is what the rumors are that he'll get a long-term deal next year at. It's, it's overpaid. It's just overpaid. 
And it's not an indictment on him so much as it's just my philosophy. You know that there's GMs that draft best available as opposed to fit. My philosophy as a GM would be I'm not going to spend 20% of my salary cap on anybody. I'm just not going to because you end up crippling yourself. Guys, especially in today's NFL, when was the last team that you saw that won a championship with their quarterback making an ungodly amount of money? It just doesn't happen. Why were, the, why were the Seahawks so good in the Legion of Boom? Because Russell Wilson was making $500,000 a year. It, it, wasn't, wasn't the last quarterback that actually was taking up a big part of their cap was Eli Manning? It wouldn't surprise I mean, he was, me. I, I think it was like 9 or 11% of the cap, Ex- which isn't anywhere near 20. It, exactly. But, I mean, and he wasn't a reason why they won either. So Exactly. And- and, th- yeah. and that's why I don't want to pay quarterbacks is because when you do that, you've got 52 other guys to pay. It, 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 mm-hmm. it doesn't, you cripple yourself. And I've told this to so many clients, you cripple yourself when you pay those guys that much money. So now do I believe Dak Prescott is a top 10 quarterback in the NFL? I do. I, I, I firmly do. But is he a quarterback that's worth $40 million a year? No, there's not a single one on that list that 100 times out of 100 I would give $40 million to. Not a single one. Not even Patrick Mahomes because you cripple, you cripple, you cripple yourself when you put that much money into a guy. You just do, and, the, and common sense says that they get they do balloon payments because they rec- the GMs recognize Man, I'm screwing myself. I've got to, I've got to pass this. I've got to pass this money off. I've got to move it into a signing bonus. I've got to do a roster bonus, so on and so forth. Because when you do that, you you just cripple yourself, Gabe. But the one thing, like mainly on Mahomes, is what are you going to do? Get rid of him? No, you're going to pay him no matter. Like, so 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 then, you just the, have then to. that begs the question. Let's just say, let's just say, the Chiefs were like, you know what? We're going to listen trade offers for Patrick Mahomes. Let's just say hypotheticals. And then, guys, we're about to wrap it up. But hypotheticals. Would you, Patrick Mahomes, I realistically could believe, could fetch three, probably three. Three first. Three first, three four first. Uh-huh, for sure. Two seconds in back-to-back years. And then maybe a third and a player to make for, for salary cap reasons. Would Would I trade? Would I trade? Patrick Mahomes for three first round picks. That's three starters. Two hopefully unless there's a jet. Two second round picks. That's another start a couple starters. That's five starters. But I mean, I don't want I don't like I don't like saying that because that's making it where draft picks are hundred percent guaranteed. And most draft picks are is, is it a guarantee is it players. a guarantee that Patrick Mahomes is gonna go out and be Patrick Mahomes next year? Nope, but you it's but not it's, but it's more it's more of a get it's the chances of that happening are way higher than you hitting on five players. Okay, so let's just say Patrick Mahomes goes out and plays the exact same way that he did this year. Yeah, the exact same way. Wins a Super Bowl. He's not going to Super Bowl every single year. Get out of here with we're going to beat the Patriots dynasty. That will never happen again. It just it just won't. It's never happened before, and it will never happen again. Um, people say, well, what happened with the Cowboys in the 90s? The Cowboys won three. The Cowboys did not win six. The Cowboys won three. It won't happen in today's day and time. Teams don't stick together that long. And why did the Cowboys not 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 make it past 1997? Well, you could say it's because the Eagles broke Michael Urban's neck. Okay, maybe they gave him a really bad concussion, but the team was was splintered before that. Well, the team splintered when Jerry Jones fired Jimmy Johnson. Okay, that's just the crap that happens. The Patriots will never be replicated again, ever. So it took the the greatest coach and the greatest quarterback. 20 years to win six, go to nine. Yeah, and Patrick was, Mahomes thinks a tough thing. Patrick Mahomes thinks they're going to win A seven. lot of things happen in that time. Exactly. Pat- well, I mean, the thing, but the thing is, like, what is he supposed to say? No, I just want to win two. No, I, if, if if I joined the NFL tomorrow, I would be like, I'm going to go win 15. Gabe, okay, so okay. So, so, so here's this. And guys, we're just, we're just having fun at this point. Somebody says, you can go out and you can make $50 million for your career in the NFL. Fifty million dollars. You you are you are considered great. Like you're you're gonna make more than that if you're a great. But let's just say for the sake of this conversation, you're great. You make fifty million dollars in your career. Never won a Super Bowl, or or you make twenty five million dollars and win a Super Bowl. Which one do you take? Twenty five million with a Super Bowl. Man, you make me feel Every like a scumbag. Time. Okay, let's change this up then. 
here's here, no here's the thing i people have said asked me this all the time it's like dude i would have taken 500k if i was going to, if if i was like guaranteed to win the super bowl and it was partly because of my me, my like me playing is the reason why we won i would take minimum like i would i would give them five hundred thousand dollars <laughs> a super bowl winning the super bowl would be the l greatest thing ever <sighs> yeah I would, I would love to win a super bowl never going to but i would love i'm a huge football fan <laughs> but the thing is is uh, I mean, I can set my family up for, for generations to come with $25 million if I can invest somewhat decently. Go go get with a good investor or go get with a good advisor and make 15% of my money every year. But, man, I think I'm going to take 50, be considered an all-time great, and then just say sucks, didn't win a Super Bowl. Instead of 25, literally, literally, literally losing half of my money to win a Super Bowl, Man, I can go. Buy, I can go buy a ring. I can go buy a Super Bowl ring. Go, go get it off of Josh Gordon. I mean, he's selling his. I mean, I have to see Josh uh, okay. Gordon. The memories that you gain oh, and that and the, and the hold on, you sentimental and the dude. connections. Oh, and the connections that you get winning the Super Bowl. You sentimental dude. will make you, dude. Winning the Super Bowl will make you way more money in the end. You, you, you if you're one of the greatest players and you win a Super Bowl. People, everyone knows you, not just not just football fans. People that don't even like the NFL know you. You 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 would make way more than fifty mil just based on that. You, if you played it right, you better edit in a violin. If money mattered, you you better edit in a violin sound. Sentimental <laughs> dude. I mean, my goodness, uh, dude. Winning the Super Bowl is the greatest thing ever. The only reason a lot of people think otherwise is because the Patriots have won so much okay, recently. Okay, so so they, they make it look easy. Guys, we're gonna run a poll. $50 million and no Super Bowl considered all-time great. $25 million Super Bowl, you were just an average Joe. Which one? I, we're gonna... You never said average Joe. <laughs> you said a good $25 million player. and for a career, you're, you're going to be an average Joe, generally speaking. I mean, no, you're not going to be an average Joe. But, but you know what? Like, you're going to be a good player, but nothing crazy. Like, you're just going to be... Okay, like, let's just... Okay. Like, no. Like a Jimmy Garoppolo, not as good looking, but um, that kind of. I mean, quarterback. speak for yourself. I mean, I think I'm better looking, but um, you're not. So. <laughs> let, okay, okay, right here. How about this one? How about this one? Okay, Alex Smith. Al okay, you're either going to be an Alex Smith and make twenty five million dollars and win a Super Bowl, or you're going to be a Tom Brady and never. No, we'll say Dan Marino because that, that's a that's a real real uh, life example. Dan Marino, $50 million. Alex Smith, $25 million in the Super Bowl. Guys, that's our poll for the week. We're going to post this tomorrow morning. I, I do have one question on that. Is that Alex Smith like pre-injury or post? I think he's going to make a lot of money off that post-injury. I mean. Yeah, 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 speaker. yeah. But for sure. But I would rather be Alex Smith before his injury than after. Because that injury looks nasty. Touche. Touche, you're, you're right. Um, guys, I hope y'all enjoyed this this show. This was a fun show. This is probably the most fun that I've had, if I'm being completely honest with y'all. This was a fun show. Um, guys, as always, like, share, and subscribe. We are on all streaming platforms. And then again, y'all, if y'all can just forego your Starbucks or your Monster or your Rockstar Energy and donate to us $2 a month through Patreon, you'll get some benefits out of that. And also, we just... We can keep on doing this. We can keep having fun and we can make $2 a, a month from you. If we were to have like 50 people do that, that's a hundred bucks. Shoot. I'd take that. Patreon. We'll link that in the show notes, y'all. Two bucks. That's all we're asking for a month. That's literally it. Or you can become like Mark. You can become a hardcore fan and give us $10 a month and you get even more benefits from that. Show up on shows, do anything like you want. AMAs, monthly AMAs, which you're asks me, ask me anything. Really be ask us anything. AUAs. Um, but uh, guys, hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Again, like, share, and subscribe. We're trying to grow this thing. We're putting in the time. We're putting in the effort. Um, just give us a little pat on the back. We love y'all. Hopefully y'all enjoyed this. Let us know if y'all have any questions. Be looking for this tomorrow morning. Um, and we're also going to have that poll question out tomorrow. Would you rather be Dan Marino, $50 million, no Super Bowl rings, 
or Alex Smith, $25 million in one Super Bowl ring? Gabe, what do you got for him? Nothing but Alex Smith wins that one. Alex Smith wins it. We love y'all. Bye-bye.